After 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday, a very special Thursday. Today we say happy 68th birthday to the state of Israel. It's a Yom Hatzmod, Israel Independence Day morning. Moadim Lusimchali Gulash Leima Chag Sameach from JM in the AM. Yeah. 
dreams, you know how long it will rain, it will shine. Legend has what will be. It doesn't mean a thing to me. I know what to do when you are mine. Any time of the year, I can look in your eyes, and the rain in the sky doesn't fall. Any time of the year, you are here in my arms. There is sunshine, no time at all.
وخصی هیام شهش و خط دو وقت هیدی که خستم آلخ به حقص ما دو وقت گولم امریم ای سکنان او بر بسیم تاوت بسیم شلام می کل خلان کل حکواد گولم هیویاد ایم از تو بیاد لمی لمی یش تر کواد گولم هیویاد ایم از تو بیاد لمی لمی تمی لمی یش تر کواد
Jam in the AM, one of the great IDF marches as we uh, begin our Yomatz celebration. Happy 68th birthday to the State of Israel on this 4th of ER this year. And we'll explain that coming up, usually the 5th of ER. It's a Thursday morning on this Yomatz mode. I thank you for joining us. My name is Nahum Siegel. Mayor Weingarten is going to be joining us. You heard Zemar Blue Goat, that's from the Kingdom of Marches. Yoram Gaon with Kolakavod, Hallelujah done by Chalavudvash. Bashana Habaa, that was Yafa Yarkoni, Israel World B with Eretz Zavat Chalavudvash. Chai with Ofra Chaza, Hamsha with Nolatila Shalom. Arnon Moshe Dots with Khan Hora, that's of course Avi Tolodano. And the Regesh Modani opening things up as we always do. 28 minutes before 7 o'clock on Yomat's Mood Morning. Moadim Lusim Chali Gulash Lema, we'll open up our phones later on. All of our avenues of communication are open if you want to email. Uh, Facebook message, if you want to um, comment on our app, the NSN app is set for comments. You could do that right now and uh, participate in that way. It is a Yomatzmut Israel Independence Day morning, and this is JM in the AM.
It is a happy Yom Ha'atzmaut, Israel Independence Day celebration. But I just, I just told Mayor Weingarten off the air I had to get that song in, especially in the first hour, because uh, Mayor had recommended that song for Yom Ha'atzmaut, and in fact we did play it on Yom Ha'atzmaut, and then we discovered, <laughs> as, as we played it yesterday, we discovered that the gentleman who was in our studio yesterday, Sergeant First Class Ron uh, Weinrich, uh, was the male part of that duet. Um, with Orit uh, Kamari, 
and uh, I, I just wanted to get that on. And uh, it's amazing. It is amazing. It's amazing. The, the reason and, and, I and, and yeah. before you say what you're about yeah, to yeah. say, just tell us the words written. Well, by that's what oh. I was going to say. Right, that the reason that I recommended this song amongst right. others was that the words were written by um, Avigdor Kahalani, who's a, a true hero of the Jewish people, and uh, single-handedly saved the Golan Heights during the Yom Kippur War, basically. Right. Unbelievable. An incredible hero. It's his words. Those lyrics are sung by the two of them. And uh, and the interview you did yesterday was just... I appreciate that. Wow. That if, if, I, I must say... You know, I, I, I should plug it. If you're not going to plug it, <laughs> you should go back to the archives and listen to that interview. Yesterday, an Israeli um, soldier who was wounded, who, he, can you say what his, that he's in a wheelchair? Oh, yeah, he's, he's, in a wheelchair. he's paralyzed yeah. in the waist down, and um, it was just a, uh, and he was so well-spoken, a, a stirring conversation. If you have yeah. a chance, everybody, check it out. It is a Yomatz mode morning. We are celebrating Israel's 68th. Here at JM in the AM, 68th, which means when we started doing the Yomatsmut special, I guess it was somewhere around, I don't know, the 40-something, like right? Like 25 years ago? Oh, gosh, it's a long time ago. I thought about that last night. Oh, my gosh, 25 years. Get I, out of here. I, I think it was about... Uh, it was oh about my. 90, 1990, Was it before Israel's 40th birthday? It may have been. It may have been. No, probably right after. Probably right after Israel's 40th birthday. Anyway, right. here we are at 68. And let us keep in mind this long journey of the Jewish people has had uh, many ups and downs, <laughs> a lot of downs, in fact, and this has been one of the most incredible ups ever, and it's, it, it's, at times it can be frustrating. What did I read yesterday? I read yesterday, um, um, you know, someone was uh, lamenting about some of the problems that the state of Israel has, and we know, of right. course, that there are, you know, there are certain problems, right? Because yeah. it's a human endeavor. Exactly, so there are problems. Inspired by God, but it's a human endeavor. But he, he gave a great explanation, which is too long for me to go into now, a great right. explanation of why, nonetheless, we must celebrate and have to acknowledge and have to realize how incredible a miracle it is. And really, and this is what we try to ask our audience every single year, uh, for your, your, your children and for your students and for your members and for your constituents, just remind everybody at the minimum, remind everybody that today is a different day, a special day, something to be recognized. How you want to observe it, what rituals you do or don't want to do is up to you. But let us remember that it's an important, upbeat, and wonderful day of celebration. And you were talking about the, the shift from Yomazi Karon right. to Yomazi I've always said, wow, the brilliance of that concept. Unbelievable. Right? First we mourn. So, so I was reading, and we spoke about it on the Israel show this past week. I was reading about how this came about. Turns the out, origin of doing, the origin of doing format, this. Right? Yes. Okay. You're going to be disappointed. They didn't have radio in mind, did they? You're gonna, <laughs> you're <laughs> it's gonna, really a nice transition right. for you're us. You're going to be disappointed. So the first two years of the state of Israel, the first two anniversaries, I should say, 49 and 50, there was no Memorial Day. Right. Yom Atzma'ut was both days. And so, yeah. So in the morning, people would go to the cemeteries, and, and those who lost loved ones would... would uh, commemorate that and mourn that, and then later on, as they went on, there was big celebrations and everything. And, and and after the first two years, the feedback from the people, especially those who had loved ones that were lost, that were killed, was was really harsh. And so it's like it doesn't work for us. It doesn't work for us. We need a separate day. So the government put up a committee to decide what would be the other day. Don't tell me the committee got it right. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> 
it's an Israeli committee. Yes. <laughs> they couldn't, they, they had fight, they couldn't decide. There was a, a difference of opinions, and it went on there and on. A difference of opinions? Yeah, shocking. And went on and on, and finally, it was getting really close to Yom Asmut, and the government said, we need to have a decision. And they couldn't make, you know what, let's just do it today before Yom Asmut. <laughs> And that was it. <laughs> it's a little letdown, but to be the, the movie, intellectually honest, the movie would be more exciting. Let's yeah. put it that way. Right? They come up with this brilliant idea, and oh, and, imagine that! And, and the siren, the moment of silence. Uh, yeah. So it turns out that originated in South Africa in Cape Town after wow. World War One, where they they used to have a, a thing before any memorials, yeah. where at noon a cannon would go off to signal the ships to the right time so that it was a port and right. so that they could adjust their clocks. After World War I, when so many people were killed, I mean millions and millions right. were killed, so they decided, somebody, I don't remember who it was, the mayor of Cape Town, decided that, you know, it's a good idea, this, 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 uh, this uh, cannon goes off. Let's say that there'll be two minutes. As the cannon goes off, the first minute, we remember the lost ones. Mm -hmm. And the second minute, we rejoice for the victory and for those who have come back safely. And we thank God. Imagine that. Two minutes. Imagine that. And that, and that made its way to different places in, 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 in England and in other places, and it became a thing. Benji Kramer's brother, Rabbi Benji Kramer's brother, right. Michael Kramer, sent me a, a thought, homiletically. He said, you know what it reminds me of? When the children of Aharon, in the parashiot that we're reading now, and the children of Aharon are killed by God, because we don't know exactly why, so, so Moshe says to him, "Bekrovaya Kadesh, Vaidom Aharon." Right. Aharon's reaction was silence. So he says, when we have that moment of silence, I think about Vaidom Aharon, Bekrovaya Kadesh. God, God is Mekadesh. His name sanctifies His name with the best, with the holiest, with those who are closest to Him. And we often say that, right? Oh yes. Vaidom Aharon. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial broadcasting live in the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmnam.org. In the background is Galay Tzal. News from Israel is coming up. Chidona Tanakh. We'll talk about that, of course. The international Bible contest happening today in Israel. Mayor Weingarten will give us the lowdown on all of that. And so much more in this Yomatz mood. We'll open up the phone lines at the bottom of the hour. Encu uh, we will encourage your participation, your thoughts that you have on the uh, 68th birthday of the State of Israel. Full day on our stream all day long at jmnam.org and on the NSN app, including later on a Yomatz mood celebration that Miriam L. Wallach is going to preside over starting at 10.30 Eastern time this morning with a special surprise guest. That's all happening on the stream today. At jmnam.org. Galay Tzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast is next. Chag Sameach from JMNAM. Galay Tzal, Hashah Shtayim. Chag Sameach, Kan Noga Klein, Ima Shekoreh Shav. Elkana Friedman, Ben Sheshesre, Mikerem Beyavne, Huchatan Atanach Haolami, Lenoar, Lishnat Tafshin Ein Vav. Mi Amar, Vani Badonai Atzape, Ochila Leloi Shi, Ishmaeni Elohai. Micha. Micha. וגבירותיי ורבותיי, יש לנו חתן! כתבנו מיכאל האוזר טוב, שוחח איתו דקות אחרי הזכייה. ברור שהתרגשתי, שתהיה כאילו, תקשיבי. זה דבר עם המשפ
ראש הממשלה נתניהו בירך את החתן וסגניתו וקרא למתמודדים מהתפוצות לעלות ארצה. שמחתי לראות את כל הילדים שהגיעו מחוץ לארץ, אבל הנה בקשתי מהם. אני מבקש מהם, הוסיפו ללמוד תנ"ך, תחכימו, תספגו, והכי חשוב, חזרו לארץ התנ"ך, עלו לארץ ישראל, הצטרפו איתנו, כאן עתידו של העם היהודי. מאות אלפים פוקדים בשעה זו את החופים, היערות והגנים הלאומיים. אלפים מבקרים גם בחניוני צה"ל ובבסיסים הפתוחים, בהם הכוכבת הראשית היא דווקא מערכת כיפת ברזל. שהיא מגנה עלינו, ובזכותה אנחנו עדיין קיימים כאן, ולא מתפוצצים עלינו כל מיני טילים. היא מיירדת טילים ורקטות. טיל פוגע בטיל, ואז הטיל הופך לרסיסים. היערות בין שמן, ראש העין, חולדה, פארק ז'בוטינסקי ומעגן הדייג בקישון נסגרו למבקרים עקב תפוסה מלאה. בנוסף, צפיפות נרשמת גם בגנים הלאומיים אשקלון, מעיין חרוד, תל אפק ועין חמד. ובדקות הקרובות, מעל גן סאקר בירושלים, יערכו מטוסי חיל האוויר את מפגן הפעלולים שיחתום את המטס החגיגי לשנה זו. את הקולות מרחבי הארץ העבירו כתבינו טל זרביב, יהונתן בניה ונתנאל דרשן. עוד בחדשות דרמה בברזיל, הסנאט החליט להשעות את הנשיאה דילמה רוסף עד לסיום המשפט בעניינה בעקבות עבירות שחיתות. כתבתנו שירה נאות. בזמן המשפט תתפוס את מקומה סגנה מישל תמר. המשפט יימשך עד 180 יום, כלומר שייתכן ורוסף תודח במהלך המשחקים האולימפיים באוגוסט. מזג האוויר אצלנו נאה עם עלייה בטמפרטורות. ממחר בבוקר גל חום. אלה החדשות שעורכת אדר קרפיול, בצוות שילה פריד ואיתמר חי. Mayor Weingarten joins me, Nahum Siegel, as we celebrate Israel's 68th. Um, one thing I did understand from that newscast when it came right. to the Chidon HaTanach, the International right. Bible Contest, is that the Prime Minister of Israel encouraged the, uh, the Chutzlaretz winner, the diaspora winner, or the winner, the highest placed student from the diaspora, right. to continue studying Tanakh, but do it in the land of the Tanakh. Yes, that's a good point. What do you want to tell us about the results in the Chidon HaTanach? The winner this year is Elkanah Friedman. There is a difference of opinion as to where he's from. On the radio, they said that he's from Karen Biavna. Correct. Here, on, uh, in Ynet, it says that he's from Yeshivat B'nai Tzvi in Beit El. Mm. So either way, it's... They're uh, both going to be taking credit for him. They're both going to be in their brochure. He's, the fundraising he's gonna going to be in out. both of their brochures. <laughs> yeah, <I mean>. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> Number two was, um, was a, uh, a woman by the name of... T- uh, a girl, I should say, by the name of Tehila Matas. Yeah. And last year, her brother won first place. Oh, my God. Ayal Matas, it's like... Tough act to follow. Wow, what a family. Wow, is right. The the thing that I was disappointed about was that the final five was four Israelis and one person from South Africa. Right. No Americans. Usually we play somewhere. Yeah, and that there was... It was four to one. I mean, it's usually the Israeli wins. Okay, you know, it's his language and all that. Right. Right, we know that. But four to one? Yeah. 
We gotta we gotta get uh, better coaching here on the yeah. Let's go, guys. <laughs> Whoa, school maybe you want to take maybe you want to take this upon yourself. Yeah, I realize by the way how little I know when I do. And, and I, you know everything, and you no, say how little you know. I don't. I don't. When they prepare for the Chidon Tanakh, do you have any clue what percentage of Tanakh they seriously oh, going to be tested yeah, on? Remember that year when uh, Akiva, yeah, was here, um, so and he explained it to us, right? Right. He gave me a list. I have it somewhere. What do you What do you remember? No, a large was, percentage. No, I think it was like a third, maybe a third of Tanakh, maybe something like that. But it's you know, uh, and also our good friend. Um, I don't know if he would say the same about us because we don't see him that often. Avshalom Kor, for the first time in God knows how long, was not the MC. Yeah, 20-something years. So, for whatever reason, they decided... What's the lowdown on that, Mr. Wong? Yeah, so they decided that they wanted to shake it up a little bit. Right. They wanted to have some Make some blood, changes. And they were looking for somebody. And they came upon uh, Sivan Rahav Meir, who is... Um, a, uh, journal, uh, a Datia journalist. She's on Arutstein News. She's on air personality. Right. Very well. Amazing person. She writes a weekly column in Yidot Achronot. She gives twice a week, in, one in Tel Aviv, one in Yushalayim. She gives a Pashat Shavua um, speech, lecture, sheer, um, about headlines in the Pashat Shavua, you know, because she's a journalist. Right. And hundreds of people come in each place. Hundreds. So she, they asked her to be in. She said, yes, it would be a, a big honor for her and so forth. Then she heard that Avshalom Kor didn't resign. He was... Forced out. And they sent him a text message, right. you know. And she said, you know, this has been a dream of mine, but not like <sighs> this. And she wrote a public letter to the Misrat Achinuch, and she said, this is not the way to do it. I'm, I'm out. And that's why we heard someone else doing yeah, it just now. Aretz. Wow. Yeah, amazing. Wow. Some people. It's a beautiful. Uh, wow. You know what? I, I had spoken about it that week. Um, there were two such things. The other was Rav Meidan, who's the Rosh Yeshiva of the Gush, one of the Rosh Yeshiva right. of the Gush. And he's very much against the 929 Tanakh project because it's very open. They, have it, they want to attract everybody. So the people that write on it, are also people that are non-believers mm. and so forth. And, and he didn't like that. He didn't feel that that was proper. Right. And they had a session at one of these conferences, and he and Rav Stav and Rabbi Lau, Benny Lau, who's the, Benny Lau is the spearhead of the right. 9 to 9 Tanakh project, spoke about it. And he, then he, afterwards he posted on his Facebook or somewhere, and he wrote, I love Rav Lau so much that even though I'm against, and I, I, I think it's wrong what they're doing. I'm going to contribute, and he wrote a, a piece one of the times. And at the bottom, he wrote, the person who write, who's writing this very, is very much against this thing for... for the following know, reasons. For, no, he didn't write why, right. he said, but for, not, you know, not because I hate the, right. the person. But I'm writing it because... I said, there's two people who are ready to go above their personal... And, and say, I care about another human being so much, I'm ready to give up. You know, so Sivan Rahav Meir gave up. Right. It's very beautiful. JM and the AM celebrating Israel's 68th Chag Sameach. <laughs> Nessa <laughs> 
a.m. in the a.m. celebrating Israel's 68th. Not always easy to tell, but that song they play on the Hatikva, right? Sorry? Not always easy to tell. As right. that song was going on, but it is a play on yes, the Hatikva. Yes, it is. It's an amazing uh, new new um, age, I guess. I don't know what to call it exactly. Expansion by Daniel Zamir, who's a awesome, um, awesome musician out of Israel. There you go. J.M. and the A.M. celebrating Israel's 68th birthday. We'll open up the phone lines coming up. A couple of comments on our app that I wanted to get to. If you want to comment, you can go to the NSN app and just hit add a comment, which is on the home screen. Um, someone says that I need to be corrected that Bibi, the Prime Minister, was addressing all of Jewish youth, not just the winners from Chutzlaretz. But, uh, okay, we get that. I, 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 would hope, I would hope he was addressing not just the youth, but all Jews around the world, there frankly. Um, someone asked if we could post the Sharansky clip from yesterday on the Facebook page so it could be shared, and I have to do that. And I apologize. I know someone um, someone yesterday asked me to send it to them, and I had forgotten. Uh, that was the piece you sent me about right. Tom Sharansky. Uh, in the <laughs> in Siberia, in the Gulag, and figuring out with Yosef Mendelevich, who was his next door neighbor for a while, uh, in the Gulag, exactly when the siren was going off in Israel on Yom Hazikaron, and they stood at that time and they and they heard quote unquote the siren from Israel. I mean, the whole one minute piece is just incredible. I don't, I, I don't remember where I got it from. I, uh, I I found it and and recorded it onto my MP3. So if you want to. It's a short MP3 if you want to post unbelievable. it, you can post it. Well, listener Malki is in Israel with greetings from the Holy Land and a special hello to everybody who's in the Holy Land. Benji Lovett, who you pointed out to me, uh, has, pr- has produced or has published 68 more things I love about Israel. And he says, first of all, he says, I love the Hebrew word for the alarm clock snooze feature, which actually represents how we all feel at 6 o'clock in the morning. What is this? It's called the nudnik. The nudnik. Yes, that's what they call it. That's great. I love that never having served, I'll always turn into a gushing 15-year-old when soldiers tell me what they did in the army, no matter how mundane the assignment, that he says, me, so what did you do? Israeli. I made coffee for the assistant minister of defense's masa intern. Me. Oh, my God. That's so cool. That's <laughs> so true, uh, by the way. It's unbelievable. Um, I love that in this country I make six figures. That's, yeah, that's, that's hilarious. Good, yes. um, I love that I can afford to live on the most expensive property in Israeli Monopoly because he's yeah, on Dizengoff, as he told us when we <laughs> saw him uh, back in February at the Dizengoff show. He's right there in Rehov Dizengoff, which is pretty cool. Um, I love it's acceptable to sign your credit card bill with your fingernail. Don't we, don't we I, do that around the world? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That part. I, know that I, love, I love that you can write a check and date it with the Hebrew date. Right. In Israel. And it's valid. And it's valid. That's pretty cool. Well, there you have some of it. A lot of things we love about Israel. Uh, and we'll give you the opportunity to let us know as well. Special hello this morning to uh, Larry and Ronnie Birnbaum, J Drugs on Avenue J in Brooklyn, New York, where the flag is flying. And they told me... And they'll be, be providing uh, free blue and whites while supplies last uh, to their customers today. So everyone can go in there and can uh, join the celebration, which is pretty cool. And uh, to everybody out there who is, um, oh, they told me all as well that the Flappers Park Jewish Center has a uh, 
Yom Atzimut Tefillah this morning. I know the Mizrahi on the Lower East Side. We gathered there last night for Tefillah Darvit Baruach Hagigit. This morning at 6 a.m. they had a Tefillah for Yom Atzimut. So Israel's Independence Day is being celebrated not only in Israel but around the world. In Israel, big traffic jams, lots of barbecuing. Thank God. Thank God is right. Whoever would have thought. And now the Israeli population ten times the size of 68 years ago when the state of Israel was founded. Okay, we'll get to some of that a little later. Well, was that, that's accurate, right? Around yeah, no, uh, yeah, but I'm saying I have some clip that's interesting uh, comparing. Uh, Very some nice. So Sorry. Got, you got anything else for us to hear over there? What are we doing? Oh, you want more? Well, why not? We we're celebrating after all, right, everybody? It's Israel's 68th birthday. <laughs>
lips to sing your praise, my heart to feel the joy. Let me have the gift for which I'm yearning. Another night in Israel. Desert flowers blooming in the spring, the grapes upon the vine. Let me walk the beaches in the moonlight. Let me fall in love in Israel. Wherever you go.
celebrating Yom Ha'atzma'ut, Israel's 68th birthday. It's Independence Day. Mayor Weingarten and I, Nahum Siegel, in our studio here at JM in the AM. You can start lining up on the phones if you want to participate via telephone with any comments or questions. 201-209-9368. We'll try to go straight to the phones after by Goldwasser. 201-209-9368. Or by David Goldwasser's words, Echonish Masar of Zeb and Rebbe and Esther Basar Rebbe Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. In Birchus HaMazon, the grace after meals, we give thanks to Hashem for the Eretz Chemda Toivar Achava, the desirable, the good and the spacious land which Hashem gave to our forefathers. The altar of Kelm once noted that a person who lives in Eretz Yisrael is required to bring Bikurim, the first fruits of his crop, each year to the Beis HaMikdosh. This is in order to express his gratitude to Hashem. When he brings these Bikurim, he makes a proclamation which relates the history of the Jewish people. He begins with Yaakov's stay in the house of Lavan, continues through Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim in the redemption from Egypt. The altar points out that in fact, the individual is not only giving thanks for his latest crop, but he's also going back in history to the very beginnings of the Jewish people in order to thank Hashem for all the events that led to his success. Our chain of history is one entire continuum of divinely inspired events. Similarly today, when we recite the Berchus HaMazon and we thank Hashem for the sustenance that we have been provided, it's an auspicious time to thank Hashem as well for all of the chasadim, all the loving kindness that Hashem bestows upon us. It dates back to the time when Hashem gave us the Eretz Chemda Toivo Rechavo. We recognize that the mere fact that we have Eretz Yisrael is an indication of the great divine providence that our people experience each and every day. Our sages tell us that in truth, all the food in the world is blessed from the earth of Eretz Yisrael. The great Sadik Rebel Yochum Getzel, was the Rav in Ostrov. He lived in a small room which he rented. The people of the town really wanted to honor him, and they wanted to build a beautiful home for him, but he refused. He said, I don't want to possess a permanent home outside of Eretz Yisrael. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. JM in the AM at 201-209-9368, 201-209-9368 to participate with us in our Yom Atzmoot celebration. To everybody, want to give a special shout-out to Kikar Safra, where Malki and Dr. Mayor Sinensky are, are chilling right now and listening to JM in the AM in Yerushalayim on this Yom Atzmoot. And I am very flattered by that. Thank you. Uh, one of our listeners wants to know if there's any updates on the middle school Chidon, who's a boy from Passaic, won the United States competition last year and is now in Israel competing. Is there a younger group no, that I, participates? No, I, I don't believe so. I think it's all one... It's not different divisions. All high schools. Hmm. Yeah. I'll have to go to the Chidon Atanach website and check this out. <laughs> is there such a thing that's got to I be, don't right? think there is. There's no website. Maybe there is. Maybe this year there is, because they spruced it up a little bit. Interesting. I don't know. We'll have to check that out. Chag Sameach, you're on the air. Good morning. Good morning, Malcolm. Good morning, Mayor. It's Benji Good Kramer. Good morning, Rabbi Kramer. Rabbi Kramer. How are you? I was thinking this morning... Wait, 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 wait. 
wait, wait, Rabbi Kramer. Before you start your thought for the day, could you please share with us the feelings that you had a few weeks ago when you were in Israel for a special event in, that included your son? Because that's exactly... I, I, we did not prepare this ahead of time, Mayor and no, I. No, we did not. But that's exactly what I was going to talk about. Okay. Thank you. Okay. But I wanted to start with a thought. Every time we start for Katamazon on a day that we don't say Tachanun, we say Shira Malot. Right. Oh, he's when Hashem brings us back to Tion and He Himself goes back to Tion, we will be Kecholim. We will be like dreamers. What does that mean? We will be dreaming. We will be. What does it mean to be like dreamers? It's simple. We say it all the time. We don't really think about it. And I, I, I felt this exact feeling of being like in a dream about a month and a half ago when I was at the Kotel and my son Yosef Dov was sworn into the Israeli army. <clears throat> and uh, I, I, when you're dreaming, part of your consciousness says to you, this, this is not really happening. Like, I, I know this is a dream because this couldn't be happening. But when you're in reality... And you're sitting there looking at it and saying to yourself, no, I, I'm dreaming. I, or I might be like dreaming, because it doesn't feel real. You're standing at the hotel, my wife and I, and, and my son, Nathaniel, and, and we're standing there with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of proud parents of these hundreds of soldiers, all in green. It's a sea of soldiers. You could barely make out your son because <laughs> there, there's so many of them. And and just the the beauty reading from Yoshua. Someone spoke basically read from from the Prakim of Yoshua and and another person spoke about the the, the, the beauty of, of Am Yisrael, the Eretz Yisrael that Hashem has brought us there. And then they all Say except for the religious ones who say Ani Matir, Ani Matir, Ani Matir, and uh, it's just it's, it's such an experience ending. And I remember this last night in Yeshiva Flappers when we were singing at Tikva, ending with all of those soldiers and parents singing so proudly, Kol Pnima, because the Tikva. And then the soldiers all went into Anim, Amin, Ben Munash, Lema, Beviat, Hamashiach, the Afal Pishit, It was surreal. That's exactly what surreal means. It just, it was, it was Kehomim. It was like a dream. I couldn't believe that I was Zocheh to watch my, my son, our son, so proud of him that he is, Mishtatef in the Haganah, Le Israel. And um, it, it was it was just like a dream. Unbelievable. And and okay. and also, Ed, you know what each soldier gets? That each soldier each soldier gets his his gun and hatanach because you can't have a gun in in the state of Israel if you don't understand the historic, the traditional, the the mesorah that that brings us to this place. And, and forces us, unfortunately, to defend ourselves against our enemies. Unbelievable. Rabbi Kramer, kolak <sighs> We pray that everyone stays safe in the uh, IDF. I mean, you know, There's, like we said, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Like we said, we were talking the other day, and we were looking at the military ceremony of some form uh, on, um, I think it was Yom Karon, right. and I said, you know, our great-grandparents would be looking oh. at this and saying, Oh, there's a Jewish army, a Jewish army, uh, Jews who are, who are, have weapons, who can fight, who can uh, protect themselves. 
Unbelievable. Talk about Kicholmim. Right. Oh, unbelievable. And we forget that. And uh, we just so we, we forget it. Got to keep it in mind. Got to remind everybody out there in our worldwide community how lucky we are to have been the recipients of this incredible miracle 68 years ago. Thursday morning, Yom Ha'atzmut morning. It's Israel Independence Day, day 19 in the counting of the Omer. It's two weeks and five days. The quick explanation of why we're celebrating Yom Ha'atzmut on the 4th of ER instead of what is traditionally Yom Ha'atzmut on the 5th of ER is because of the uh, proximity to Shabbat. They don't want any, uh, uh, God forbid, any Chilul Shabbat, any desecration of Shabbat uh, going on. Uh, because of Yom Ha'atzmut celebration, so it has moved one day ahead. Isn't that amazing it in and of itself? Amazing. And I wish that everybody out there would recognize how amazing it is. It really is incredible. More coming up, JM and the AM, as we celebrate Yom Ha'atzmut, Israel's independence. Been a lot of places. I've been all around the world. Seen a lot of faces. Never know where I was on the horizon. Ooh, well, I know, I know, I know, I know. So I'll be rising back home. No, we won't forget where we came from. The city won't change us. We beat through the same drum. No, we won't forget where we came from. The city won't change us.
ארצנו היפה, מולדת בלי מולדת יחפה, קבליני השירה קלה יפהפייה, פתחי לי שעריך, אבוא במודיעה, בצל עצי החורש, הרחק מאוחמה, יחדיו נקה פה שורש, אל לב האדמה, אל מעיינות הזוהר. אל בארות אטום, מולדת ללא תואר, וצועני אטום. עוד לא תמו כל פלאים, עוד הזמר לא שם, עוד ליבי מכה עם ולוחש לו Our tiny little country. Israel's 68th birthday at JM in the AM. Thank you for celebrating with us. 201-209-9368. Chag Sameach, you're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. It's Miriam Wallach. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Chag Sameach. It sounds like you guys are having way too much fun, and I needed to be a part of it. Well, if we were in Israel, we'd have even more fun, but... But that no. is true, that is true, but I need to tell you what just happened. Yeah. Go I ahead. got a phone call from one of my younger children, my second to youngest daughter, actually, who called me and said, Ma, do you mind if I borrow your Yom Ha'atzma'ut, Machser? <laughs> <laughs> and, and I, of course, rushing for the train, was all, why are they calling me now? And when she asked me that question... I just, like, laughed, and I said, Bismcha, and just take a moment for a second 
number one, to realize that there is a Yom HaAzmod Master. Thank you, Corin. Yeah, we used to And more than that, that it's in my kid's vernacular. She knows it exists. She's thought about it. She wanted to grab it before going to school. To me, that's just that's just incredible. It is amazing. We uh, we actually used the Yom HaAzmod Master last night in the Mizrahi, and it is an incredible... Those of you who don't have it, it is not just for one day of the year. The essays in it and the incredible commentary on it is just remarkable to be used oh, all year round. It's beautiful. And, it is a beautiful, beautiful master. And those essays, I mean, you can read those essays at any time. Oh, they're unbelievable. And, uh, and Miriam's right. Corin gets all the uh, credit for this. An amazing project. And uh, it, it has just been met with such incredible enthusiasm out there. And Absolutely. Well, well, hug some out to everyone. Are you and, are um, you ready? Are you ready for the Yamat's Mut celebration on That's Life starting at ten thirty? Are you kidding me? I'm hoping my own chagiga. It's a party in a box. <laughs> I Amazing. assume I assume there'll be a lot of barbecuing. It'll uh, be a lot of fun, and uh, regards from the train. There you go. Chag Sameach. There is uh, Miriam El Wallach, uh, 10.30 this morning. She's going to continue the Amat Smot celebration. Make sure to be tuned in at jmnam.org and, of course, on the NSN app. Chag Sameach, you're on the air. Good morning. Good morning, Nachum. Good morning, Mayor. My name is Michael. I'm calling from Manhattan. Chag Sameach. Chag Sameach. What a happy day. This I, I, I've called before yes. in, uh, in the Tubishvat. <laughs> right. I, I grew, I, I'm from Iran. I grew up in Iran. Yep. And uh, this, uh, this day reminds me when I was in Iran, I joined a Jewish boy scout. And this was the first time I learned about Hatikva and the learned lyrics. Wow. What a great day. What a great day is right. Hadaraban, kolakavod to you. Thank you very much. I don't know, Nachum, if you remember, I called you to Bishvat. I told yes, you this yeah. program made me de- made decision to make Aliyah. I'm in the middle of the process through Nefesh B'Nefesh, and I'm waiting for their approval. God willing, will, will my wife and I will be there soon. Th- Amen. Th- this radio show you're saying? is Absolutely. What? No, I called you I called you to Bishvat. I told you that. You, you had to interview with a couple of people from Nefesh B'Nefesh a couple of times. And that sealed my decision. Uh, to make Aliyah. I have been thinking about it for a long time, since my childhood. But just I was waiting to get retired, and my, ch- my children grew up. So this is the best time for us to do that. Wow. And I saw you on uh, the mega pre-Aliyah meeting in Manhattan. Right. You were, you were broadcasting. I didn't want to bother you. I want to come to say, say hello to you, but you were broadcasting. I didn't want to bother you. Well, please come say hello anytime. Oh, my gosh. I will. I will. Thanks again for your program and your... You may not appreciate your influence on Jewish community, whether whether religious or secular. It's a wonderful program. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Kolakavod and Mazal Tov on the Aliyah. 201-209-9368. Chag Sameach, you're on the air. Chag Sameach, Nachum. Chag Sameach. How are you? Baruch Hashem. This is uh, Sammy from Mendy. Wow, Sammy, I haven't heard from you in a while. Chag Sameach to you. Baruch Hashem, how are you? I just want to tell you that uh, I'm proud that I was in the army for a long time. Wow, well, uh, I served my, uh, I made my duty to Israel, and I'm still making my duty. I just remember after the Six Day War in June. Uh, uh, it was Shavuot, a couple weeks after, and the Pope came to Israel from Jordan. They make him special road. Yeah. And I remember we went first time to the Kotel. That's the moment that you never forget all your life. 
thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people were walking in the road around Kever David, you know, to go up like an, an, a bus number one goes. Yeah. And we went to the hotel, and this was a moment that everybody with tears. We walked and walked, and, and we couldn't uh, leave the hotel. And this is scenery that once a life you can have it. Oh. And Baruch Hashem had the schut to... Uh, to be that moment there. And I want to wish you and your family and, and all your staff that uh, you're doing a beautiful job, uh, that you will continue in Israel. You'll be radio number one in Israel, Be'ezrat <laughs> Hashem, in time of Beit HaMikdash and Beit HaMashiach. Amen. Amen. And regards uh, to Stacey and to everybody. Thank you so Amen. much. Kol HaKavod. Chag Sameach. Sammy. Unbelievable. 201-209-9368 if you want to participate with us in our Yom Ha'atzmaut celebration. That wow. was that Shavuot, right yeah. after the Six-Day War. That was the first time that it was open for people to come. Right. So hundreds of thousands you can only of people imagine, came. Right? Yeah, you can only imagine. Until then, it was closed, military. They were doing, you know, they were creating the plaza, which was amazing. This was um, the first of the Shalosh Regalim, yeah. where people could come close to the... Temple Mount to Harabite in June of 1967. Here we are. Uh, well, it's not Yom Yushalayim, it's Yom Azmud. Here we are, 68 years after the creation of the State of Israel. The video you sent me yesterday of what was going on at the Gush, because the Gush wow. fell 68 years ago yesterday. So was that, was it on the secular calendar or, uh, um, or the Hebrew calendar? My, uh, no, on the Hebrew calendar. On the Hebrew calendar, 68 yeah. years ago. Haaretzion. Kfaretzion. Kfaretzion, rather. Kibbutz Kfaretzion. Which was there wasn't alone. There was no alone shvut right. then, and the kibbutz, the famous story with the bunker where they, the few people just uh, survived, but everybody else was killed, and all the children were almost all the children were orphaned. Th- they had been evacuated before they were in Yerushalayim. And the celebratory video you sent me included people who were part of that episode. Yes, people who were orphaned and who are now grandparents. Unbelievable. And there with their grandchildren. It just, uh, it lives. Unbelievable. 201-209-9368. Chag Sameach, you're on the air. Hello. Oh, sorry about that. Hi, Chag Sameach, you're on the air. Yes. I'm a new resident in New Jersey and just found your program in the last year and want to thank you for the wonderful programs you present, particularly the... uh, of uh, of the rabbis twice a week and your interviews with Malcolm Holmline. Well, they fill a very important place in my life. I greatly appreciate that. Chag Sameach. Enjoy our Israel Independence Day celebration. By the way, weekly update will return tomorrow. We thought it would return last week. Weekly update returns tomorrow. Malcolm Holmline and I will speak about the news of the week tomorrow right here, 7.40 in the morning at JMDM. You have something uh, queued up over there, or do I have something queued up over here? You have that link I sent so you? So we're going to do the Rami Klein. I mean, no, 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 no the other no, one. No, Hertz will be done. So I'll, I'll... No, I can do it right now. No, but I want to introduce it. Okay, you I go right ahead, to you what, what people are going to hear. Go right ahead, You sir. will see it. Maybe we can post the link later on in the day when it's making the rounds. So every... Yom Atzmaut, Eve, the night before, when we switch from Yom Azikron to Yom Atzmaut, there's right. a huge uh, ceremony on Har Herzl. It's the official national ceremony ushering in Yom Atzmaut. And there's a minhag that has, this is what they have been doing year after year. They light 12 um, torches, so to speak, f- fire fires, 
um, and they pick a theme every year of who they're going to honor with lighting the these right. uh, these twelve the torches twelve of course for the Shifte Israel, and it's a, a variety of people under one theme. Whether it's a you know this year it was civilian bravery, mm-hmm. and the Rona Ramon was honored, uh, Ilan Ramon's widow. Uh, widow, and and also the mother of Asaf Ramon who was also killed in the. In, in the uh, in an air force training accident and others but the person who made the 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 strongest impression and everyone in Israel is talking about it, he's in the headlines all over is a bus driver his name is Herzl Beton if you remember way back so he was attacked by an arab stabbing he was stabbed and he fought back and he was able to fight back enough that he saved the other people on the bus and he was injured, but he, he, you know, recuperated properly and everything was fine with him. So he was honored sort of to represent all the victims of terror, the right. civilians that fight back, right. not in the army, not in the police right. and so forth. He gets up last night, big kippah on his head, obviously a religious person, Moroccan background. The, the formula is always the same. Ani, so-and-so, mi'ai, so-and-so, ben, so-and-so, and so-and-so. I'm lighting this masua, this this uh, flame, in honor of da 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 da, da and it ends with Litif Eret Medinat Yisrael. That's always that's the, right. the the key line. The format. So this is the recording, and, and you have to see it and describe it. Also, this is the recording of the bus driver. All the other people Stepping that lit. Stepping up to the microphone. All the other people that lit the bus driver. Here it is. <laughs> There is none like the state of Israel. And you see how the crowd responded <laughs> when he said, <laughs> The place erupted. Oh, unbelievable. We will try to get that onto we'll our. Post it onto the Facebook page and so forth. This is. Unbelievable. Um, and, you know, I was thinking about it. Of all the, you know, very important people who were there who started organizations and who did all kinds of very big things and very important things, the one who touched everybody's kishkes is the bus driver, the Emunah Pshuta of Herzl Biton. And you, you see already what family he came from, yeah. that he was named Herzl, yeah. right? Yeah, unbelievable. Um, hi, you're on the air, Chag Sameach. Hello. 
Oh, sorry about that. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. On the NSN app where you can comment, jmtheam.org. You can listen all day long to our incredible programming. More Yomatz Mut material coming up. That's Life with Miriam L. Wallach starting at 10.30 with the Yomatz Mut celebration. Live lunch at 11 a.m. We will try to extend our Yomatz Mut celebration and uh, we encourage everybody to stay with us all through the day. Meanwhile, we continue with hour number three of JM and the AM on the 68th birthday of the State of Israel.
From our very own Kosher Halftime Show, if I'm Absolutely. not mistaken. Absolutely. From the Nachum Siegel Network Kosher Halftime Show. Uh, from the year uh, 2015, that's Soul Farm with Shalom Lach Eretz Nehederet. Yom Atzmod, as we celebrate Israel's Independence Day on this 19th of the Omer, day 68, or I should say year 68, in the existence of the State of Israel. And you know what's amazing? And I know we've spoken about this during so many Yom Atzmod specials, but I, I keep seeing so much of it on social media, I have to mention it. 68 years ago, not only are we you know, talking about the incredible miracle and what this day means and how people should at least acknowledge how great a day it is, no matter how you observe it, but we have to remember the uh, incredible changes, how Israel went from a land of desert to a land that is just so rich and full with so much and incredible and uh, amazing accomplishments through some of the most miraculous uh, and incredible I don't know, systems or or undertakings that have gone on over the last seven decades. Just unbelievable. You know that this is from the Wall Street Journal yeah. of a few days ago, May 9th. There's something called the World Happiness Report. Huh. Have you heard of that? Which countries are happier than others, you mean? Yeah, ranking of the countries, right. okay? So the How are we doing here in the United States? Well, we I, I don't know. I, I, we're not talking about the United States now. <laughs> I know, but I'm curious. <laughs> How are we doing in New York? Is huh? it a happy country? Are we happy in New York? <laughs> Update. It ranks Israel 11th of 158 wow. in the happiness. And of the OECD, the uh, Organization of Economic Cooperation and Development, which are um, basically European countries. Right. Fifth of 36. Wow. You say, why are they so happy? Why are they so happy? Why are they so happy, right? You know, Israelis live in a hostile and volatile neighborhood, engaged in endless conflict. They're not so stupid, though. They're smart people. That's another statistic that they had. And they're accomplishing, and they're doing, and they're challenged, and they see the success of what they're doing. Right. Those are see the role in history. That, well, that's part right. of it, for sure. You know, one of the... I guess we'll get to it later, but a, a recording I have, I found, of um, somebody being interviewed on the fifth anniversary of Israel. Wow. And you'll hear, they ask him, how many people are there, and so forth, and, right. and we'll get to that a little okay. later. But it's it's just amazing when you compare it, and it is it is a miracle. Hayinu kecholmeim, it's interesting, in Shira Malot, which Rabbi Kramer brought up before, which we sing before the benching, and, right. and that's another issue. Why do we sing before the benching? We touched upon it on Tu Bishvat, if you remember, because benching is really about being in our land and being able to support ourselves and grow our right. food. And so, so much forth. of the theme of benching right. is the right. uh, so, so then it says, we, we will be happy, we will be joyous, but there's not yet any expression, no verbal talking. We're not saying anything. We're happy, we're smiling, we're laughing. We feel like in a dream. Az, az az vagoyim, vagoyim. The nations. The nations will say. Now again, this is written about the Jews coming back from Bavel. When Koresh, the king of, of Persia that defeated Bavel, said to all the nations, all the nations, go back to your homes. Because Bavel, what they do, their whole strategy was to mix, take a people from here, move them there, move them, move you away from where you were from, and and create a situation where nobody felt at home except the people of Bavel. Right. So Koresh says, "Go back, everybody." And you know what? Historically, nobody went back except the Jews. Not even all the Jews. 
So the question is, what happened? So, so first of all, Azir Muva Goyim, all the other nations that see the Jews going back and no one else is going back, say, Higdil Hashem Lasotimela. And then, after the Goyim say it and we realize that, then only do we finally say something. Right? Azir Muva Goyim, Higdil Hashem Lasotimela. Then we say, Higdil Hashem Imanu. Right. Why? Because ein baal so when you're living in a miracle, you don't realize that it's a miracle because it's your day to day. You're getting up, you're going to work, you do this, you have when when the generations will look back at this time, right, where your grandchildren will say, you know, Saba, what wow, you lived through Entebbe, you lived through these all these miracles, you lived through the state of Israel. Rabbi Kramer was telling me before that he was teaching his class about Entebbe. He said, think about it. It's like as if when you were Correct. in high school, we would Someone have spoken about, about the, the Great 30s. Depression. Correct. Nobody knows what he's talking about. So, so true. Yeah, so it's our you know, obligation to, uh, to keep <laughs> teaching people as you do all the time. Celebrating Israel's 68th birthday. You wanted to mention an article now? You want to do that oh, now? Oh, yeah, sure. What do you got there? Listen to this, folks. Yediota Chrono did a special thing for Yom Atzimut in their Yom Atzimut magazine. They decided to follow four lone soldiers who were going to go back home to their Where parents. Where they came from, right? And a reporter will go with them. And it was financed by, I, I believe, friends of IDF. And surprise the parents. And the reporter will, will t- document the photos and document it and talk to them and talk to the parents about what they feel like. Right. So there was one, believe it or not, that went to Casablanca. Wow. Yeah. One in Sydney. Um, which one? One was in... I don't remember what the third one was. But the fourth one was Hatankist, the tank you know, um, soldier in the tank in New Jersey. And this is a family that we know. We certainly do. And here are the pictures. It is the Weisinger family of Teaneck, New Jersey. Their son Yoni. And this is their son Yoni. With a nice photograph of him and his parents, and they were surprised, I guess. Huh? Turn it over, you'll see another f- whole family. Oh, wow, this is a whole they family photo. They and they write, And they write in the thing that as his mother opened the door, they write in the article, she writes, that his mother opened the door, there was a moment of silence, and then she screamed, and the whole heard, It's Yoni! And they write it in Hebrew, It's Aleph Yodet. It's Yoni! It's Yoni! So to Lavia and Charlie Weisinger, you must have had quite a day when that happened. And we say, Call it to Yoni yeah. and all the lone all soldiers. The lone soldiers. What, a, who what are an doing amazing thing. Quite a job defending the state of Israel. There's an interview also for Yom Azikaron with the, fi- with the mother of Max Steinberg from uh, yeah. L.A. who was killed in Suketan, a lone soldier. Yep. Yep. It's just amazing. No it's words. Whatever, no words. 201-209-9368. Heading back to the music, Mayor. 201-209-9368. Um, sure. 201-209-9368. If you want to participate with us and toss in a comment or two regarding our uh, Yom Atzimut celebration, Continues all through the day at jmnam.org. Miriam Alwalik is going to be celebrating during That's Life at 10.30. We'll try to celebrate during our live lunch. Uh, I don't know if we're going to allow barbecuing in the New York City studio, but it is Yom Atzimut. Maybe we should yeah. make an exception. You know. You know, after all, it is Yom Atzimut. As Rabbi Stav said a few years ago, yeah. that's what God commands us to do on holidays, <laughs> to roast meat. Taka! On the Mizbeah. There but we can. don't have one, so we do it. No. <laughs> we have the makeshift yeah. ones. <laughs> uh, what do we got, Mayor?
Yehoram Gaon Lechayei Ha'am Hazeh. On JM in the AM.
Celebrating Yom Atzmur, 201-209-9368. Hi, you're on the air. Good morning. Chag Sameach. Hi, Chag Sameach. My name is Rifkin. I'm calling from Eretz Yisrael, from Beit Shemesh. Wow, thank and, you. Uh, and we're enjoying your program. <laughs> thank you. Wow. And, uh, I just wanted to say, uh, even though it was not a big prestigious thing over Eretz Yisrael, my oldest son won a very prestigious award, the Rachman Zevi, um, under the memorial of Rachman Zevi. He won in the New Day Eretz Yisrael. He won first prize. And Renola uh, Kadash, okay, he's here nine years. We're very proud of him. And his name is Shmuel Yosef. And we had a beautiful tekes in Tel uh, Aviv with Rachavim Zevi's family. Wow. And uh, it was very beautiful. And I just want to say Mazal Tov to my son Shmuel Yosef for winning this prestigious award. And also Mazal Tov to my son Eliyahu, who... Baruch Hashem, this year, it's Yom Hatzimot, his birthday, but his birthday's out here, <laughs> and we want to wish him a very happy birthday, and uh, there's nothing like being in Eretz Yisrael. Every day, I thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu for being here. There's nothing like being in Eretz Yisrael. Wow, wow, wow. Thank you so much for thank that. You. you have no idea. Thank you so much for that. To use these airwaves to to promulgate that message is so meaningful. Thank you so much. You're on the air. Chag Sameach. Chag Sameach. Um... I wanted to give a little story about the Israeli flag that nobody else would be able to say. Go ahead. Um, I was, is it Mayor? Mayor and Nachum, go ahead. Okay, I, I was um, with Shlomo Kalbach in Russia, and we were setting up concerts for the first time in 70 years, Jewish concerts. And amazingly enough, somebody in the, the kids, the teenagers, brought out Israeli flags and draped them from the third row balconies, which was absolutely illegal at the time, because, you <laughs> know, imagine. right after Glasnost, before the people had a right to do it. But it was incredible that all of a sudden, you know, they were, they were 
pointing out the Israeli flags, and people were crying all over the audience. It was an amazing event. Can only imagine. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. And the truth, the truth is that the movement of Soviet Jews back to Judaism and back to the land of Israel is tied yeah. into Yom Atzmo, tied no into question. the fact that there is a a land of Israel, a state of Israel, and the Six-Day War, which was right, so influential. even more intense right. after the right. Six-Day War, right. 201-209-9368. Good morning, Chag Sameach. Hello? Good morning, Chag Sameach. Hi, Nachum. Good morning. It's hey. Ronnie and Larry Birnbaum. I mentioned to everybody, and here they are, I mentioned to everybody, they'll have the flags flying and the free blue and whites at J Drugs on Avenue J. That's correct. <laughs> They're on their way over, and we're very, very uh, appreciative of... Um, Levy and Esther Kramer from the Avenue P. Chiffon Bake Center, who provided us with this delicious treat to start off a beautiful uh, Chag. So Chag Sameach to everybody at uh, JM in the AM and um, to the Flappish community. And once again, we are very, very proud to be flying the flag. J Drugs, Avenue J in Brooklyn. Ronnie and Larry and their staff are flying the flag, giving away um, uh, free blue and whites while supplies last. They are in the spirit of the holiday. Ronnie, Chag Sameach to you. And Larry, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, Nachum. Chag Sameach to you Thank and your you. fabulous staff. Thursday morning on this Yomatz mode as we continue our celebration. We have uh, some comments on the app. First of all, somebody on the app actually posted the link. To? For the uh, Herzl Betone piece. Okay. So people have the address and, right and there. I think we can post it later on during the Correct. Day. I'm just saying it's up there already. Right. If somebody wants to right. see it, uh, they can just go to the app. Um, also, um, uh, someone wrote on the app that, uh, good morning, Newark, New Jersey is not anything like Israel, but, but one can listen to the NSN app in Newark and enjoy the program. That's mm -hmm. true, and anywhere oh, around the world. Yeah. And someone said Rivlin today, I assume they mean the president of Israel, right. said he's an optimist. He remembers when Israel had absolutely nothing. It wasn't even a state. And he says he looks at what we have today, and he has no choice but to be yeah. an optimist. And, and it's not just that they had nothing, and we'll see later. It was so tenuous. Oh, yeah. The whole, I mean, we don't realize to what extent it was... You know, it may succeed and it may just fall apart. Hard to relate to that when you see the state very, of Israel today. Very, Hard very, to relate. You know, to my it. mother's listening in, and she she remembers this. She was in Kfarzion. She was uh, evacuated with the with the uh, with the women and the children. She 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 saw the whole thing. Her Gvereth Weingarten appreciates today more than anybody. Right, her grandfather was in Yerushalayim. There was right. no food. She you know, it, it's just you can't imagine. You can't imagine. Unbelievable. Uh, more coming up. We have some, uh, what do we have Music. coming up here? Eretz Shivat Oh, let's do it. Here it is at JM&AM as we celebrate Israel's 68th birthday. Gam te mara zahav shirukah, ha'etz ha'te enar evona. 
68th birthday, State of Israel. Thank you. Oh, State of Israel. <laughs> I, I figured it's not more. Oh, well, well, soon on the Hebrew calendar, no? And on the English calendar. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank Matis Weingast. He just sent me, uh, Matis Yao sent me a photo of a page that appears, I believe, in today's uh, New York Post. It is a, um, it is an ad sponsored by the FIDF and the Helmsley Charitable Trust which gives you the English translation, full-page English translation of the Declaration of the Establishment of the State of Israel with the following message on top. Israel was established 68 years ago today. Throughout those years, the U.S. and Israel have been partners in democracy. They're people bound by common values and interests. Oh, this is such a great segue. Is that a great one? It's a great segue also. Segue to... to I want to tell you about a person that uh, until recently I never heard of. And yet, he was a very influential person, one of those unsung heroes... Does this name sound familiar to you? James G. McDonald. Of course! <laughs> and, and you don't know. You have no, no clue, right? No Neither idea. did I. I had no clue either. James G. G. McDonald. Catholic. No. Grew up in middle America. Went to University of Indiana. Okay. Political science. Got into diplomacy. Right. Was the head of like a foreign, um, foreign policy institute and so forth. In 1933, this person happens to be in Germany and gets an audience with Hitler. Yeah. And talks to him about different things. Now, this person also was, was a confidant, of, a close confidant of FDR. Okay. 33. He says to Hitler, so what's this thing? What's your thing with the Jews? What, what, what's your issue? Hitler says to him, not against the Jews. Uh, we're against the communists. We're against this. We're against uh, subversive elements. It's not, not specifically about the Jews. Right. And then McDonald writes in his diary, he says, but I just let him talk. And as he talked, Hitler, he got more and more worked up. And then at the end, he says, I'm going to do with the Jews what everybody around the world wants to do. Everybody wants to get rid of the Jews. They don't know how to do it. I know how to do it, and I'll show them. And then he makes, a, with his hand, like a ringing. Right. I'll squeeze them out of the country. Squeeze. Well, I'll kill them. Yeah. Right. I'll get rid of them. Right. Well, McDonald is rather shaken. He goes back to America, and he does have an uh, opportunity not soon after that to meet with FDR and spend, spend more than an hour with FDR talking about the situation in, in Europe. Right. And he warns FDR about it. He tells FDR about this. 
which is interesting because a few years ago when this was discovered, it, it shed a new light on how early... What America knew. Right, right what America knew and, and so forth. And he got very into this whole question of what, what will happen to the Jews of Germany. At that time, he only thought of the Jews of Germany. And he said, as long as Hitler will be in power, the Jews cannot, cannot stay in Germany. They will not survive. And he started working in refugee organizations to try and get the Jews out of Germany and find them safe havens in different places early, early, before, you know, the Holocaust started even. And he was successful here and there. He, he, he was the voice crying in the wilderness, so to speak, right? The one who nobody was listening to. And he kept talking and talking. And he got a, a few thousand Jews into different Central and South America. You know, we hear about people that went to sure. Central and South America. So he was able to obtain visas for some of them. He was like a Wallenberg in that sense at the time, although he had... Uh, he, he, he just couldn't, when FDR appointed a commission on, on refugees, the famous commission, he was a member of that commission, but they never got anywhere. And he says that FDR prom, made promises and it never got fulfilled. They never, whether it was on purpose that they never got fulfilled or not, it doesn't matter. Um, now, so, first of all, that in itself, we hear about uh, Semper Sukihara, and we hear about Wallenberg. Right, right. So, and it's very hard. We didn't hear much about him. His diaries were discovered in 2003. Okay. But there's more to the story. In 1948, Harry Truman is ambivalent about the state of Israel. To Eddie Jacobson. Yes, that's uh, right, another yeah, story. That's another story. <laughs> Which, by the way, we we spoke about yes, years times, and years right. ago. This year, the APAC convention. I don't know if you saw oh, it. Oh, really? The APAC uh, convention at the APAC policy conference. They had a presentation about a ten-minute video <laughs> about the story of Eddie Jacobson. Oh, that's cool. I have some audio, but it's not for today. We'll do it some other time. Um, and at the APAC policy conference, Eddie Jacobs' daughter. Psh- granddaughter and sitting next to them the grandson of Harry S. Truman. That's cool. And they got an applause that just ah. went on and on. It did not stop. Anyway, cool. yeah. Harry Truman uh, goes against the State Department and, and uh, decides to um, support the partition plan for the State of Israel. Who's going to be the ambassador to Israel? Well, the State Department really is the one who would right. get a diplomat right. and so forth. Truman goes around the State Department and decides that James G. McDonald will be the first ambassador of the United States to Israel. And he was. And he was very subtle, but he was key to the relationship that continues to this day between the United States and Israel, because right after he arrives, and this is what I was saying to you before, how tenuous everything was. America supported it Truman supported it, not even America, against everybody, against the world. Under tremendous, Under tremendous pressure, pressure. And State Department pressure. That's right. And, and General George Marshall. Who right. Was, uh, oh, Marshall was freaking out over uh, it. was freaking out. And he met Marshall because he had to meet Marshall right. because he was going to be the ambassador. And Marshall said to him, you're not my choice. Right. It's, it's an amazing thing. Um, but it was so tenuous. And in Israel, the, the War of Independence was going on, and the Etzel and the Lehi were still active. And the Etzel, uh, I'm sorry, the Lehi murdered the UN mediator who, who, was, who was proposing a, a peace plan. 
Can you imagine the state was barely created and they were <laughs> and what was the peace plan that we should give up part of the Negev? Right. Oh my gosh, it's like let's take everything <laughs> away from them. And and the Etzel murdered him. And and the world started saying, They're not they can't have a state. I'm sorry, the Lehi, yes, the Lehi. They can't have a state. They don't know what to do. They have, they have these militias. It's going to go out, get out of control. You don't understand what's going on. The whole thing's a mess. We've got to stop it. And he wrote to Truman and said, I met with, he, that night, and he, he wrote a book. He wrote several books, but he wrote the book, My Mission in Israel. This is the original book, which somebody gave me as a gift, which is very nice. Um, he writes in the book that that night he went to Charette and, and he met the next day with Ben-Gurion and they both promised him that they're going to put an end to the Etzel and they're going to put an end to the Lechi they're going to close it down which they did wow under American pressure I never knew that it wasn't no it wasn't I under mean, American in pressure in theory it is in, in theory. theory no but they realized I understand right. but I'm saying that this right. was the that this was what finally got to the day and he and he reported back to Truman and he says he gave the letter to he didn't rely on the diplomatic pouch he wow. gave the letter you know you're going you're going yeah. back to the states here take a letter take a letter remember those days he yeah. gave it personally to somebody and he tells Truman don't listen to all those people that are saying it's a mess right you you see they they promised that they're going to do this they did this they have it under control they know what they're doing let it he was doing Israel's bidding yes he was. He loved the Jews. Wow. He was. He. he. So very interesting. So this book, and by especially the way, when you think what other observers of Israel's history would say about that move by the Israeli authorities. Very right? interesting. Now, this book wow. that he wrote is autographed Ooh. by him. Wow, that's cool. To Jack Weaselman, right? And from James J. McDonald, Jack Weaselman is. Friend of ours, Gronit Zweig's grandfather. He gave me this. That is cool. Nice move, Dr. And Zweig. And by the way, and it's autographed. Uh, it's dated 11 27, 1951. Very cool. It's like cool. free. It just, it just came out. Very cool. The book is available in a Kindle edition for $6 on well, Amazon. Well worth it, huh? I bought it yesterday. I didn't realize <laughs> it was available. <laughs> It's it's it, now his other books are available in hardcover, which are basically the diaries. Right. And after we'll take a little break for some music. Yeah. I have clips of there's not a lot of audio clips of him, so I have some clips of his speaking, and I'll tell you about a documentary that just came out about his life. More coming up. JM and the AM celebrating Israel's 68th birthday on this Yom Ha'atzmaut.
Celebrating Israel's 68th birthday on this Yom Atzmo, 201-209-9368. Hi, you're on the air. Chag Sameach. Chag Sameach. Is this Nachum? Yes, it is. Go right ahead. Hi, this is Leon Waller. I don't know if you remember me. I'm oh, my, my gosh. Am I on the air? You are on the air. Leon, my gosh. I can't believe it's you. How are you? Chag Sameach. It's great to talk to you. I just wanted to wish everyone a Chag Sameach. Since the last time I, I, we spoke, it must have been, I don't know, 10 or 15 years ago. Wow. I'm ready. A, a Saba with... Uh, with Kayana or five grandchildren in, in, in Israel right now. And uh, I, I wish you could come and visit. Uh, we have a place in Gedera. You're welcome to stay. Listen, I, I wanted to also say that yesterday, listening to Ron Weinreich, he was fantastic. Is there a way I can contact him? I need to talk to him. There is. Email me. Uh, email me to any of the... Do you have any of my email addresses? No. What's your email address? Send it to Nachum at NachumSiegel.com, and I will okay. get you. I'll get you his email because, uh, yeah, it is well worth being in touch with him. It was, he was an amazing guest yesterday. Leon, you were the first. You were the first person ever on this radio show to recommend to people to become citizens of the state of Israel, even if they're not living there. Remember that? I can't. I can't believe you remember that. You know, I I said that every you know every rabbi of every school should say this year the entire kahila is going to get it to Dazahut. And they don't necessarily have to live in Israel. And you and, and, and remember what you said is the only thing you'd give up if you would do it. Say it again. I couldn't hear you. The only thing that one would give up if they would do that. Well, uh, your refrigerator rights? You're correct. This chuyot, right? That's the only thing that you said. Yeah, he said, "Isn't it worth?" And you, Leon, said, "Isn't it worth it?" To, I remember. It. I remember. Uh, and you know something? It, it's I, when I look back on it. You know, uh, I, the Rabbanu Shlelem has led me in every day. I'm getting emotional just talking about it. But in everything I've done, it's, it's been guided by the Rabbanu Shlelem every single day, and it's been the greatest journey that anybody could imagine. Every dream has come true. It's just, it's, it's a miracle every day. When I look at my kids, my grandchildren, every single day it's a miracle. You know, I always make a joke. I still come back to the States. I don't know if you remember the famous bracha I told you that I make, Hamoti Lechem in Chutzlaret. And why do you make that bracha? So I'm still making that bracha to help my kids in Israel. You know, I, I still come here to work. Hamoti I still make that bracha. My kids joke around about it. But you know what? It's, I, 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 I look back on it. It is, Hey, hey, um, hey! Without without revealing any secrets, do you still park in the same driveway in the five towns? No, I don't anymore. I, I don't anymore. <laughs> I remember. Like I remember that whole remember. story. Oh my gosh! I can't believe we're, I, I literally haven't spoken to you probably fifteen years. Thank yeah, you so much. It's a true story. It's a great story. Chag Sameach. Chag to you. And thank you so Chag much. For let me just have your email address again. Let me hear. Let me Nachum at nachumsegel dot com. Nachum at nachumsegel dot com. Two zero one two zero nine nine three six eight. Chag Sameach. You're on the air. Nothing. Uh, good morning, uh, Mitchell. Rabbi Orlean. Chag Sameach. Chag Sameach to you. How are you? 
Chag Sameach, Rabbi. How are you? You're in the middle of a uh, conversation. I'm sorry. No, we're not. you're on the air. You're live on the air. Go right ahead. Oh. Don't, uh, just sh- well, shut your radio. It, it, shut the radio. Uh, the um, young Israel living Jay was proud to present its oh. uh, annual blue and white kiddish. That's all right. the products from Eretz Israel, including a whiskey, which is hot to get, and uh, uh, juices and candies and all kinds of other things. We said uh, Hallel, and uh, we had a beautiful Mishaberach, and that was said uh, 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 during the davening. Hey, we salute the young Israel of Avenue J every year. And they all the other shuls. And all the shuls that there. Here, good things. Oh. Call to be well. 201-209-9368. You're on the air. Chag Sameach. Hi, it's Tavar Leitner. I just want to tell you that the songs that you play on this day are awesome. I love them. And Thank Nachum, you. I want to ask you if you could play them also on other days, not just on Yom HaTzmah. Great idea. We will try our best. Thank you very much for that. Chag Sameach, everybody. we got to get to... Right. We have the audio clips of... Uh, one of the few uh, up, audio clips that I found. Go uh-huh. ahead. Okay. You're up here, yeah. So first of all, let me, let me thank the, um, the person who produced the film called A Voice Among the Silent. A Voice mm. Among the Silent is a documentary about... James McDonald, the name of the producer, Shuli Eschel, mm. and uh, she was very helpful. She sent me a link to watch the film and so forth, and I thank her for that. And, and go to the website, avoiceamongthesilent.com, and you can find out about showing the documentary in your community and purchasing the DVD or the book and so forth. So it's very important uh, to support that and to recognize him. So he gave an interview four years on the fourth anniversary of the State of Israel. Yeah. And it was on, I don't know what network, it was the Lawn Jeans Chrono something uh, <laughs> hour, you know, right. whatever interview. And uh, I, I picked out a few short clips. So first of all, you, th- th- again, there was a war and people were wondering, would Israel even survive? Would there ever be peace? So, so they asked him, so there's an armistice now, right? There's a ceasefire, but will there be peace? And this is what he says. begin by asking you the question which it seems to me most Americans are interested in or most troubled about and that is do you think that uh, Israeli uh, Israel and the Arab states will be able to work out a real peace I think there will be no war between Israel and the Arab states but I do not anticipate that these armistices will actually be transformed into treaties of peace in the near future why is that Because the Arabs, for the most part, see no reason for making peace. They're standing pat. And they, I think, mistakenly hope that Israel will fall of its own weight because of the vast number of Jewish immigrants that have been coming to the country and because of the economic burdens which the new state now bears. Go ahead, Mayor. That was the big concern at the time. Israel right. doubled its population in a short time. It's the fourth anniversary. Israel went from 600,000, they added another 700,000, and now they're at one point something million. 
And everybody says it can't survive. It can't survive. It can't survive the War of Independence. It can't survive all these Jews coming in. It can't survive. It can't survive. Here we are 68 years later, and it has not only survived, but it is bigger and better than any of its neighbors. It is thriving, not just right. surviving. So now they ask him, and, and by the way, you see how nothing changes, right? Yeah, what was course. the question four years <laughs> after to say, well, will there ever be peace? Will they have a treaty? Will they? Will well, they if be- you listen to uh, any of them, to Abba Eben from right, that era, we had to that. We had Abba Yaakov Eben, Herzog, right. and it's all the same right. thing. Okay, so now they ask him about uh, more details about Israel, because they don't know about it. It's only four years old. First, how large is Israel? Is it the size of one of our states? Well, about the size of New Hampshire. About the size of New Hampshire, and what is the population now? About a million and a half. And uh, that, of course, has been a rapidly growing population. It's doubled in four years. By the way, you can see how much Israel grew because years later they'd say New Jersey, then they said New Hampshire. <laughs> no, it was never the size of New Jersey. But they, that's, smaller, always, right, right, that's always the comparison. Right. I've heard a great one is that you can fit it into California eight times. Wow. I like that one. Wow. Could you tell us just something about these 700,000 people who've come in? I mean, Israel is, is still uh, a relief project, isn't it? What type? Are these sick people, old people, well, they skilled are all, people? They are all sorts. The Israelis did not discriminate, as nearly all countries, including our own, do, against uh, old age, against invalidism, and so on. Israel took them all. They came from about 60 different countries. That, wow. That's the amazing, right. So wow. He, and he speaks later in this interview, it's about a 20-minute interview, and he speaks also about how he goes to Beersheba, and he says, remember that from the Bible, from Dan to Beersheba. So it was a few years ago, a town of 5,000 Arabs, and now there's tens of thousands of Jews living there. And I walk into a school, and I ask the principal, where are these kids from? And he says, we, they speak 22 different languages. And he is so taken by this, and so it makes him so proud. And here's one last one. Go ahead. Let me see if I can get this. That's unbelievable. As a supporter of this uh, human experiment, you yourself are still... Human experiment. That, uh, it, it, it is going to work out uh, satisfactorily. I am, and I'm confident that it will be a civilizing and modernizing and democratizing influence in the whole of the And you regard it as one of the hopeful developments in the world today. One of the few hopeful ones. Yes. Well, thank you very much for being with us tonight, sir. So he was a very special person, and we really should remember him more. And wow. um, First James, ambassador of the United States to Israel. James G. McDonald, and did a lot during the Shoah. Right. James G. McDonald, you can go to a avoiceamongthesilent.com and see about the documentary film about him, have it shown in your community. Uh, we get nothing from it. I just think it's an important thing to remember him and recognize him and uh, that we should all thank him for his part in this beautiful miracle that we live. Final thoughts on this Yom Ha'atzmo, 201, <coughs> 209. <coughs> Uh-oh, there we go. 201, 209, You mentioned earlier there's so much out there when it comes to what's available on social media in reference to Israel and its 68th birthday. Uh-oh. Yeah, and I've had this before. Where should we go to some music? Where, where the losing of the voice starts okay. like this suddenly. It's happened on the air before. <laughs> Let's hope it doesn't happen now. Um, one of the things I saw on the Jerusalem Post website, mm-hmm. the uh, flyovers that are going on all over yes, Israel right today, now. Right. They have a view from the cockpit. Oh, I saw that. Also. Is that cool? I saw it on Ynet. Yes. Is that something? Yes. Is that something? Of a plane landing. It is. Is uh, that yeah. the one? Yes. It's yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. They have a lot of cool so stuff. So much. We'll cool try stuff. and post it. Two zero one two zero nine nine three six eight. Chag Sameach. You're on the air. Hi, it's Betty Ehrenberg. Hey, Betty! Hi, Sameach. 
Hug Sameach, Hug Sameach. The program is so wonderful this morning. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Magnificent. I wanted to just uh, a little add a little factoid to what Mayor said regarding Shir Hamalov. Yeah. Um, it was uh, the thought of the great writer and poet Chaim Nachman Bialik that when Eretz Israel would finally become a state, that the national anthem should be that parak right. of Shir Hamalot. Right. Sung to the tune, the traditional old one that we all know by Chazan Yasser Rosenblatt. Right, right. right. Wow. We Thank you. Me. It's unbelievable when you think about it. Yeah. Thank you so much, Betty. Chag Sameach to you. Two zero one two zero nine nine three six eight. Chag Sameach, you're on the air. Chag Sameach, Nachum. Chag Sameach, how are you, sir? Hi, Chag Sameach. Yeah, um, I, I have a, a question for you, especially for Mayor, because you've been in the trenches, you know, for years, you know, fighting the good fight for. For Israel. Thank you. What's the question? Um, how do we how do we explain the elementaries of Zionism? You know, forget about the hardcore haters because they don't want to know from anything. But there are a lot of good people out there, well-meaning people who have bought the Kool-Aid about Zionism being racism, hmm. even some of my Jewish friends. Well, I think we need to schedule a special right. time, that's right. yeah. <laughs> because I don't think we could address this in a few seconds, but that's a good yeah. topic to actually pursue one of these days, very good, uh, and to, uh, and to and uh, spread forth throughout the land. And considering what's going on on campus That's today. for sure, that's for sure. Thank you, Dave. Good suggestion. Chag Sameach, you're on the air. Good morning. Chag Sameach, we're on our way to see more Randy and me, the Ramaz in All right! <laughs> Congratulations. Laura Randy. <laughs> oh, is that great? Our very own Randy Wartelski. Kudos to her family. Oh, that's fantastic. Chag Sameach, guys. Hi, you're on the air. Chag Sameach. Chag Sameach. This is, uh, I don't know if you recognize the name. Norby Wartelski. Yeah, of yeah course, Norby. Norby. Hi. The only thing that is, that is better than you and your co-host is the young lady that you sometimes have hosting. Who we just she heard from. From TNET. There you yeah. go. Randy Sapp. There you go. And Randy, she is really good. We, we, your program is what they call a living citizen. Well, thank you, Norby, and we in this studio completely agree with totally. you. That I can tell Big you. Fans. Uh, more coming up. It's JM and the AM as we celebrate Israel's 68th birthday. I thank all of you for tuning in and being part of this incredible celebration. It has been one amazing morning. Keep listening as we uh, wrap things up and get into our uh, programming for the day uh, on the uh, Nahum Siegel Network at jmn.org. Arye Kunstler, final words coming up on this special Yom Hatzma'ut. We've been walking down a long road That started back then with Adam in the Garden of Eden We were slaves in Egypt with a heavy load Until God told Moses he was going to give us our freedom Coming home The chosen people are going to start coming home The chosen people are going to start coming home Back to Canaan Milk and honey in the promised land It's one big family reunion In the family of man
in the AM, coming home is right, and we have witnessed the Jewish people coming home. Ten times the population in terms of Jewish population in the uh, state of Israel compared to when it was founded 68 years ago. Right, they asked him, how many, how right. big is it and how many people live there? He said, what, 1.5 million or something? Right? Yeah, double, I think he said, from when it, it was founded. It doubled from when it was right. founded, right. Because of the Jews in all the Arab states who just picked up and went. No matter how you commemorate today, no matter what you do or don't do, and no matter what you eat or don't eat, <laughs> whether it's blue and whites and falafel, or if you want to just stay on your diet and not pursue either of those, <laughs> whatever it is that you do or don't do today, please tell your children and grandchildren and your members and constituents and students let th- and your teachers and your teachers. <laughs> Someone told me something funny yesterday. And they recommended to one of their friends to ask their teachers today why they're not wearing blue and white. <laughs> in some places, that would go over. Yeah, well. that would go over. Just but just no matter how you, in fact, commemorate it, and whether it is blue and whites or whether it's any other type of celebratory food, uh, just make sure to pass the message along. Let's, let's, let's understand what kind of miracle we are living through and how this decades-long miracle continues to be, relatively speaking, so strong and so powerful and so incredible. Not only relatively speaking. Well, because people like to point out sometimes the the difficult aspects. Yeah, we always love to do that. But if you look at the positive aspects, this is one of the most... We are so privileged to live in the most amazing time in Jewish history. So true. And you and I get this privilege each year of highlighting oh. that. Well, you give me the privilege, and I thank you for it. And the thousands out there who who are influenced, and sometimes it takes a few Yobatsmoot specials to <laughs> influence them. But those people out there whose lives have changed and whose thoughts and attitudes have changed because of this, uh, what a privilege, what a pleasure to be able to 
speak to everybody and bring this type of inspiration to the Jewish world. Just incredible. Uh, Mayor Weingarten, I thank you. Thank you. And thank you so much. And uh, we should continue to uh, celebrate together and, Amen. and mark the, uh, the anniversary of the State of Israel with great pride and great joy. In peace every single year. Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmnam.org, and of course on the NSN app. Something we end our show with every day, but today it seems even more meaningful. Hatikva, the hope, the national anthem of the State of Israel. Happy 68th birthday, State of Israel. Join us tomorrow, everybody, and stay tuned in now for all the action at jmnam.org, including our extended Yom Atzmut celebration. It'll be presided over by Miriam L. Wallach starting at 10.30 this morning on That's Life, and we'll try to extend it during our live lunch presentation as well. Continue to enjoy the day and continue to bask in the incredible miracle that is the state of Israel. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.